This is your host Shane with Radical Rocks. Today we have a very exciting episode. We're going to talk about tourmaline, uh, the last 500 years history of tourmaline. It goes way back. We're also going to talk about the Ocean View Mine. I actually was there and um, did some mining and did a review on that. We'll talk about that. Um, there was a little discovery in Malawi that we'll talk about. Also, jadeite, beautiful green stone, the value going up. A couple human interest stories, including fossils on Mars. Stay tuned for that. And then also some great uh, fossil news on a giant vampire bat, trilobites, and other interesting news. So I want to thank you all for tuning into the channel, for supporting our podcast. Uh, we're in over 33 countries right now, so we're pretty excited about that. Um, you will be able to see in the description a link to our blog. In any blog, if you scroll down to the bottom, you'll find a variety of links. Um, the newer, newer blogs will have um, the most up-to-date links on them as I haven't had time to get in there and update all of them yet. But we keep stuff coming. We've put out some uh, reviews of a couple rock shops. Um, we did the mining at the Ocean View Mine, and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. So you can go to radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com. Like I said, I'll put that in the description of the podcast. You can click on that link and be a part of our community, social media, MeWe, um, uh, Facebook and um, one other one I can't think what the heck it is but you'll see them all and also the YouTube channel which is growing a little bit it's not too bad so let's get right into it um, first thing I think we'll talk about today is the jadeite uh, on uh, https semicolon backslash backslash c-n-a-l-u-x-u-r-y dot channel news asia dot com uh cnn cna luxury they have an article here on jadeite and uh, it talks about jadeite it talks about uh, some of the um, beautiful beautiful work and how this jadeite the article says collectors are paying millions for jadeite why is it becoming so valuable um, they go into uh, an old Chinese saying that says gold has value, but jade is invaluable. So this is a very special um, gemstone to the Chinese culture and to a lot of Asian people and all over the world. It's just been growing. Uh, the Western admirers are really loving the jadeite jewelry. Uh, it's Jadeite is much rare form of jade. Um, and it has drawn a lot of interest, international interest, and is selling for record-breaking prices at auction houses. Now, the article primarily talks about finished jewelry, but um, that's an indication that the stone itself is going up. In 2014, a jadeite beaded necklace um, was owned by Woolworth Heirs and prominent jewelry, jewelry collector Barbara Hutton is sold for $27.4 million dollars. And then uh, it sold at uh, later for 37.4 at a Sotheby's auction, setting a world record for jadeite jewel that still remains unbeaten to this day. So, this uh, article, if you go to it, you'll see some 
beautiful, stunning examples of jade. They've got one necklace here that has just 37 jadeite beads. They're just beads. They're nothing, you know, out of the universe. Sold for $10.4 million at Sotheby's. It does have a little ruby clip um, with some diamonds, but, I mean, this is just jadeite, you know? And it is some nice, high-quality jadeite, no doubt about it. Becoming rarer, you know? There was a horrible accident in a jadeite mine where 176 miners were killed just recently where the world's majority of the world's best jadeite comes from. And um, I did do an article about that. But jadeite, you know, there's this whole family of jade. And we've talked about that. We've done blogs on it. We've done um, podcasts on it before. We've talked about different jade stories. So it is uh, in the news quite often. And top quality jadeite is extremely rare in nature and that is also adding to these soaring prices not just the difficulty of mining it in these um, poor countries where safety has not been up to par um, some of these beautiful designs that you can look at are a parrot that's made with jadeite rubies and sapphires like a colorful uh, macaw um, parrot and this thing is going for um, two hundred thousand dollars just insane the amount of money but if you want to find out more about the jade and some of these fancy um, gemstones you can go to this article and look that up and read more about it now next um is that not closing let's look at uh malawi um is this malawi let's see yes there has been a discovery in Malawi. I don't always read about the discoveries. A lot of times it's just uh, investors that are talking about gold or silver or rare earth minerals and uh, new discoveries. And a lot of times there's a lot of hype on those. Um, sometimes it doesn't get developed for years. Sometimes it's local. It's interesting. So I add it. I thought this was interesting because um, it wasn't just the typical gold, silver, diamond type um, you know, the normal discoveries that they have, but this was a stone, uh, a mineral, the, um, titanium, a titanium. And this, um, uh, I guess it's called elim, elimnite. And this stone is uh, an iron oxide mineral and it has a, a very neat idealized formula. It has weak, it's weakly, um, magnetic black or steel grade solid and it is one of the most important ores of um, titanium. So with this new discovery in Malawi, maybe some new interesting specimens will come out. If you look at this um, specimen, it is quite unusual. It does have these kind of triangles with the corners cut off, kind of a, um, a formation that it'll do sometimes. Sometimes it kind of um, is rounded, you know, at, at forms. It's, it kind of looks like a meteorite. Um, kind of an interesting mineral, so I thought I would throw that in there for um, for your entertainment and educational information on this um, mineral that's being discovered in Malawi. Next, uh, let's talk about uh, some good news, okay? Um, well, actually, I, I popped up something else here. Scientists estimate uh, have found a cave bear that was preserved in the Russian Antarctica. And apparently some of this permafrost in certain areas has melted down a little bit lower than it has in quite a 
quite a while. They're saying that this bear, they think it's some almost 40,000 years old. I don't really, um, I think there's a lot of arguments to be made about the dating process, but there's no doubt about it. This is an ancient bear um, that typically is found as a fossil, not uh, where the meat is still fresh and uh, the muscles are there, the nose is there, the arms, everything is there. And um, they are studying this animal uh, in detail, and you can read about that on theguardian.com under remains of Ice Age cave bear found preserved in the Russian Antarctica. And uh, it's also sponsored by the Associate Press. And I do not see a credit for the writer there, but uh, very interesting. They've got pictures there if you want to look at that. Now, some good news. Here's what I thought I was going to read a minute ago is the Rockhounds Rejoice. The Denver Gym and Mineral Show is here. Now, like I always say, all of our podcasts are pretty much timeless. The information on these, like, for example, what we just talked about, the titanium and the minerals there. We talked about the jadeite. Jadeite is always going to be here. Titanium is always going to be here. Um, but we do throw in a few human interest things. Those are the only thing that are kind of dated. But so much of the information on all these podcasts, I recommend you go back through them and look. And if you have any ideas for new ones, please reach out to me and contact me. But anyway, this is good news. The Mineral Show is open. I believe it was uh, going to be open. Make sure I don't get this mixed up. I think it was September... 20th. Let me scroll through here. They have a wonderful picture of the show here in Denver, Colorado. Um, they're going to allow people to go through uh, from now through September 20th. So better get on over there if you are going to check that out. There is only uh, about four more days left. So that's cool. Uh, all kinds of information here on ourcommunitynow.com. And that is a HTTPS semicolon backslash backslash website. Uh, written by Becky Talley on uh, the 14th. So you can check that out. If you're in or around Denver, please support them. Now, here's another little human interest one. Um, just popped in, t- uh, just bumped into it. And uh, this, I don't know who this lady is, Nina Suribarova. Um, she, this article here called the Inquisitor, Inquisitor.com, www.inquisitor.com, written September 13th. It says this Niva, or Niva, I'm I'm terrible with pronunciation, Uh, Nivia Serbova lets it all hang out in a gemstone print bikini while lounging by the pool. So here's somebody that apparently likes shiny rocks uh, even if they're just printed on her bikini and you can go there and you can see this uh, gal here and a picture of her in her gemstone printed bikini all right next the interesting thing did you know that cancer um, has been around for a long time i'm sure you did but did you know that it was around 76 million years ago so the scientists say it says u of t Affiliated study discovers the first case of cancer in a dinosaur. This is dated September 13 at the Varsity, Varsity, and it's V-A-R-S-I-T-Y dot C-A. Um, you can read that article by Shaina Sundarja, and uh, they've got a picture of a triceratop here, and they have unearthed this triceratop here and found that it has a type of a bone cancer um, definitely identified that and uh, said that this bone cancer 
is uh, in its leg, and um, oh, I forgot what they called it. It's a certain kind of cancer here. It, it's a leading type of cancer from um, uh, of killing Canadians. So this article is out of Canada, osteosarcoma. So they ascertained that it had this uh, cancer all that long, long time ago. So who knows what else they'll learn from studying that, but I thought that was interesting. Uh, one more, uh, I think I got one more fossil here, Trilobite Tuesday. This is from Rock and Jim magazine. They've got a nice article here. You go to rockandjim.com, look up Trilobite Tuesday, and uh, it was written on September 1st. Nice article here about trilobites um, saying that they were extinct from uh, anthropods related to insects, crabs, crayfish, and horseshoe crabs. And these creatures are found all over the place. Um, they're called trilobites due to the three distinct lobes running vertically through the body section. And um, you can find this from New York, Michigan, Pennsylvania, northern Idaho, um, all over. They found them um, even here in California. We found these things um, all over. There's different sites where these can be found and uh, even collected up to this time. So if you like that, you can go to Rock and Jim, and it's rock, the letter N, and then Jim.com and look that up. They always have great articles, and if you are a real rock hound, I, I recommend you subscribe to that um, at, at the very least. That that should be what you do is join a gym and rock and mineral club and uh, subscribe to um, rock and gym okay I don't get anything for saying that it's just going to be a valuable tool for you and uh, helping you learn more and more about rocks gyms and minerals now I I guess I've got a lot of fossil stuff today um, paleontology bombshell discovery of a giant vampire bat oldest of its kind um, they found these fossils here Scientists have looked at it. Um, it's uh, in the Mongas states, the deposits of the Mongas state, and located in the north of the country. Uh, here, I believe that's in the U.S. And this thing is 31 point, uh, let's see, extinct species of the leaf-nosed leaf bat. Um, pretty big. The wingspan is almost two and a half feet. I'm trying to see what it is here in... Uh, meters because I had to convert it it's almost two feet not quite maybe like um, one one and three quarter foot something like that a little over one and a half foot wide and then a little bit longer than that in length let's see here it is an extinct species of leaf nose bat the skull there's a skull humerus um, it may have had a wingspan of approximately 50 centimeters and a body mass of 60 grams so pretty interesting. They've got some pictures of the modern day one, and then they have the um, pictures of a uh, bone fragment here somewhere on here, I believe. So you can check that out. It's at uh, www.express.co.uk, uh, written by Charlie Bradley and published on the 10th of September. Okay. I believe, I keep saying I believe this is the last... Uh, extinct sea scorpions that can breathe out of water. Um, they determined this from the fossils by looking at it. They discovered that there was a respiratory system on this giant sea scorpion and uh, this was discovered by James Lamdell. He has been studying uh, all kinds of sea scorpions and uh, he's originally from France and this one was found in the Scotland Museum 
and he is an assistant there, but he was doing his studies and found evidence that showed that these uh, sea scorpions that were so big could actually breathe out of the water. It's dated September 10th by the West Virginia University. You can find that at www.sciencedaily.com. Now, alien discoveries of UFOs um, is what this article says. It says, alien discovery UFO hunter claims to spot ancient mollusk fossil on Mars in NASA pics. So this article caught my eye. I thought fossils on Mars. Okay, I got I to gotta check this one out. So apparently this gentleman here, and this is at www.express.co.uk. Um, the article was written by Scene Martin on September 16th. They show the pictures that he found, and uh, it does look like the shape of uh, kind of like a, um, they say a mollusk fossil, but I believe we usually call them like an anamite, if I'm saying that right. Looks kind of like a, a snail shell kind of of sorts. And uh, I'm looking at the pictures, and yeah, it kind of looks like the shape, but uh, NASA has not responded to it. He thinks it's a cover-up, you know, that they don't want to, to tell about this. Um, but, you know, shapes and things that are familiar to things that we see um, can um, pop out to us and appear as something that we can identify with and, and not be actually what we think it is just because it's kind of shaped that way so who knows take it with a grain of salt now i want to talk about um we talked about jadeite we talked about some of the neat discoveries in malawi but i want to talk about um the ocean view mine now i went there um this sunday and they have a pay to dig site there i went there and paid the 75 dollars and you get in and I walked around the um, the mine area and the area that they have open to the public. They have uh, two big piles of dirt that are probably about uh, seven to eight feet tall, uh, 20 feet to 30 feet long. Another one was about the same that you can pick through um, when they let you in early. They're kind of setting up. They're getting everybody in. You're allowed to pick through those just dry and see if you can find anything. Uh, I went over there and uh, didn't find anything specifically um, that great did find like a little piece of black uh, tourmaline in a matrix something like that um, but it, it wasn't like a great piece it was a broken snapped off piece but you could tell what it was and I guess it would be a good yard rock or whatnot um, but as I walked around the facility they have these uh, cargo like sea cargo containers and they've put little shops in uh, about three of them and they have many of the minerals that they find there um, kunzite. Uh, they have the uh, a lot of tourmaline, different types of tourmaline, water tourmaline, uh, tricolored tourmaline. They have uh, morganite. They have um, terminated um, points of quartz. They have um, quartz crystals. They have aquamarine, uh, triphane, lepidite, clevelandite. Different minerals that are very common in pegmatite there. And the Ocean View Mine in San Diego, California has has boasted the widest variety of colors of tourmaline ever. Um, every single color of the rainbow is found there pretty much. They have found blue, which is very desirable and rare. The watermelon type, uh, once in a while the rainbow type, pink, uh, darker, um, 
of course greens all different shades of green so it's really prolific been a prolific producer for many many years going back to i think the 1800s and uh, uh maybe around that time and kunzite was even named after one of the um i think it was one of the guys that worked at tiffany that was uh one of the gemstone gentlemen who bought gemstones and would research these mines and things like that so um the shops were pretty cool um i didn't know they had shops so i didn't have really bring any cash with me or anything to buy anything but uh they had a lot of neat stuff there and then i walked around the back and they have these huge piles of quartz crystals and some of these quartz crystals are as big as your head they're bigger and big piles of lepidite and all this material pretty much everything you see there is for sale if you want to buy it so i'm thinking okay you know great then it's time to go to the mining i go to the table and uh, they show you how to screen this and you screen it through um first through a, a very coarse screen but you put a finer screen beneath it so you cor you screen it down about half inch and then you screen it down to quarter and um, then you dip it in water after you screen it and look and see what you can find and um, I was very fortunate I found uh, probably pretty much sample of everything that I've talked about already I did do a video on that I just posted that the other day on YouTube just look up radical rocks it should pop up if not you can follow our links and uh, they'll lead you there on the uh, blog but uh, it was exciting it was five hours where I really worked hard to go through as much material as I could um, I think it was worth it as far as uh, you know maybe a one-time experience maybe a second time to bring a friend or something but um, you know I did find a lot of samples I got piles of tourmaline I got a lot I got a, a big handful of lepidite um, I've got a few decent samples of uh, pink tourmaline one little green one a light pink one on the matrix and um, a few other ones that were you know basically samples but not really there's no way you're ever going to cut them I, I had maybe two gems out of there maybe three that you could actually probably cut if you if you were a faster and uh, you could do something like that um, I did find a lot of aquamarine a um, little bit of kunzite, a um, little bit of morganite. I don't know if the morganite is really um, gemstone quality. The aquamarine, I did get a couple little pieces that were pretty decent. I think probably could be um, gemstone quality, maybe not the best, but um, could be used. The kunzite I found was very small, but very jellyish and, and good quality, um, and other minerals there as well. So it was exciting. I felt like. Um, you know, I got my money's worth, but uh, truly the best specimens were the ones that were for sale in on the shelves and cabinets. And um, I did not do an extensive check on the prices, but I imagine if you spent 75 bucks in there, you could have got some uh, pretty decent samples without all the work. Um, but you wouldn't have got as wide a variety and you wouldn't have got as much stuff, but um, you would have definitely probably got higher quality stuff. So uh, I think the the piles are kind of the leftovers and maybe they sprinkle a few extra little goodies in there to keep it interesting um, it's a good experience but if you're looking for the really high grade stuff um, you probably will have a lot better luck just buying it so that's that's how I viewed it I viewed it as a great experience 
and uh, there there you go there's my outline of the ocean view mine in san diego county over by uh the uh, paula casino it's very close to that you can go online and look that up digging gyms in uh, san diego county california and uh, go to that they have a couple different mines there they have the paula and they also have the ocean view so there's a lot of opportunities for doing that now I want to share an article about tourmalines because tourmaline stone traces 500 years of history and uh, this article is uh, probably out of India. The website is https semicolon backslash backslash dot com. and uh, man I need a swig of water here but I don't have any. Um, the article was written on 914 so I think this one slipped past me but they talk about these beautiful stones and uh, that you know have been discovered in Brazil back in the 1500s now at that time they were mistakenly believed to be emeralds and sapphires by the Portuguese Portuguese explorers explorers that were in the area and uh, they cut these stones and uh, they were suitable they gave them to wealthy family members and royalty for 500 years Brazil was the only source of the stone but today it's mined in many different areas in the world. Um, it's been found in Maine, California, also Mozambique, Nambia, Nigeria, Pakistan, uh, Tanzania, and Afghanistan. And the colors are variety huge. There's every color of the rainbow pretty much. Um, it is super hard. You know, it's nine on the hardest scale, only, only to be outdone by... Um, diamonds so it wears good also color var variations of pink tourmaline green blue tourmaline yellow tourmaline um, multicolor or bicolors of the gemstones they're very popular watermelon tourmaline with green and red graduations um, graduating from one color to the other just spectacular um, mineral I really love tourmaline it's usually very clean it's uh, easier to find some really nice um, clean gems. I think the reason the ones I found were cracked is because they were, you know, leftovers from after the blasting was done because they do blast the rock loose and then they go in there and they get it. They try to blast out, you know, clumps and clusters and get the best gems and that's what usually goes into the jewelry industry and fetches the top dollar and um, those are readily, readily to be had. Now you also, tourmaline, has always been kind of considered not a precious gemstone, just a semi-precious gemstone. But the way I understand it, the I believe it, the Gem uh, Institute, and uh, has declared tourmaline, at least certain types of tourmaline, certain qualities of tourmaline, is now in the precious gemstone category. So the demand has gone way up. They are a striking, beautiful gemstone, especially the blues and the greens and uh, just all the colors. So. Um, yeah, a great gemstone to add to your collection. If you want the experience of being at a real tourmaline mine, I recommend you go check out the Ocean View or the Pala um, mine and try your hand at it. Maybe you'll get lucky. The day before I was there, a girl had found a large, wonderful piece of kunzite. And the day uh, I was there, that was the day before I was there, the day I was there, um, somebody found two watermelon tourmalines. Tourmalines. They were small, but they were very nice and very pretty. So there's good stuff to be found there. And uh, check out my video and see what you think, because I found a lot of stuff. So guys, uh, that's it. Just check out the blog, uh, radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com.
blogspot.com. And remember, rock hounds don't die, they petrify. <laughs>